of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from the House of Hoops studio in Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 69. It's Monday night, June 14th, 2021. Thank you for listening. with me this week this week Bo Brady is off but Brian is here in studio hello Brian hi hi and also joining us again is Josh Vanelli I'm kind of offended that you said that Bo and Brian and Jeff were here at the beginning of the show and you left me out deal with it (laughs) we're gonna talk some hoops we're gonna have some fun I don't know what we're going to talk about. Playoffs, NBA. We'll cover it the way we saw it over the course of the week. House of Hoops can be found on Twitter at House of Hoops. That's H-A-U-S-F Hoops. We're on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can email us at House of Hoops Podcast at Yahoo.com. We've never taken an email. You can call us. It's 901 Three zero zero six five seven five, and leave a message. You get about three minutes on the house line. We hope everybody enjoys this episode. What is this? Seven, eight seconds left in the Philly Atlanta game four. It's a one point game. I hope Ben Simmons tries to shoot it and just airballs everything to lose the game. They got the ball? I think they do. He's trying to figure out what to do. Atlanta's up one. Atlanta needs this game. Nobody can hear Doc Rivers right now. Thank you. 
How y'all doing this week? Good. Good. <laughs> Brian seems a little out of it. I think he's tired. How about you, Josh? How you feeling? Good, man. Good. Yeah. How are you, Jeff? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm great. Having a great time. That's all that you can ask for. Yeah. How you been, Josh? What have you been up to this week? So I bought the best thing ever. Okay. <clears throat> the best thing ever. If anybody doesn't know, there's a thing out there called the Kong. Okay. It's like 30 bucks on Amazon. And it's a beer koozie. But you can pour your beer into the koozie, and then it has a hose connected to the bottom of it. If you want, you attach it, and you just funnel your beers as you see fit. Okay. Is that the best thing ever? That is the greatest thing ever. Every once in a while, you just got to go in your backyard and funnel a little beer and go back in and start watching <laughs> basketball. <laughs> All right. Sounds pretty redneck. Well, I mean, you know. You say redneck, I say American, whatever. I see. I say easily amused. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So Brian wants one. Have fun with that. That seems like a novelty thing. That's the thing that like poor people buy (laughs) and like they can't figure out why they never have any money. (laughs) It's buying useless shit. I don't know why I'm broke. I've got 64 Kongs laying around here. I I buy all this trash I see on TV and on Amazon, and I buy a lot of lottery scratch-off tickets. (laughs) And at the end of the week, I don't know why I don't have any money left. Oh, Trey Young at the line. Is he? They're up two with six seconds left. Yeah. Buried. All right. Well, hold on. Let's watch the end of this game real quick. Shake. No way. They hit a three. Oh, that's who you want shooting it, I guess. Seth Curry for the tie. He missed. How did he double clutch? Like, what are you doing? He's just trying to get a good look at it, man. Mm. Atlanta hangs in there, evened up the series. Look at that. So now they're going back to Philly, and it won't be a 3-1 series. It's a big game. For Philly, it'll be. it's all tied up. It's good. That was a big game. It was a huge game and a close game. Doesn't give you much uh, confidence for Atlanta to barely win one game at home because they won in they won in Philly. Then a Philly made adjustments. I don't know. Philly's probably got this one, but we'll see. That game. I don't know. That series could go what six? Say six. Yeah, it's gonna have to. That was four. Well, they could go seven then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go, Atlanta. Staying in the series. Giving themselves a chance. Brian, what you been up to this week, man? Well, I was going to uh, attend Josh's high school graduation party and pound some Kongs with him, but I had to work <laughs> most of the weekend. Pound some Kongs. <laughs> uh, a lot of work and uh, a lot yeah. of work and we uh, Jeff you know we had a lot of guys out on yeah. vacation this week it's been brutal and uh, you know no, nothing nothing against them could take your vacation you know we've mm-hmm. we've been through a lot the past year and a half a lot of people haven't 
had an opportunity or have been responsible and not gone anywhere or done anything. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, everybody needs some time off, a little vacation time. So we, we spent a lot of our week at work, a particularly brutal weekend for us. But um, yeah, it was busy. It was very busy. I'm mentally and physically exhausted yeah. today after the weekend. Yeah, and I mean, I and I worked this morning. I, yeah. had to, I had to go back in and open this morning. So yeah, I was after. probably sleeping the whole time you were at work. Probably. <laughs> I just want to thank y'all for your service, though. Thank you. I'm a big fan of the pizza up there. Oh, thanks, Josh. Um, it shows. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we know you like to have a good time up there. Uh, watch a little basketball. Yeah. Some good news this weekend. Your Chicago Cubs no. swept Satan's own St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> in three games. <laughs> Satan's own. At the uh, first series at with 100% capacity in the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. All right. Yeah, I saw the video on SportsCenter after the <laughs> win. Was that last night? The, the, yes, they the, the sweep was last night. They won the third game Yeah, in a three-game series last night. I saw that mile-long cup snake. <laughs> snake cup, whatever. <laughs> cup snake, yeah. I don't know why so when we were – I brought this up when we were there um, a few weeks ago. Security does not like the cups, cup snakes. They like immediately move in to take the cup snakes, and I'm like, "What is it?" It's something. I mean, it's it's probably something small like COVID. I don't know. You know what? They're fucking up because it, that's just gonna make people want to do it more. But they did. <laughs> it was like a thirty thousand dollar cup snake. But that, that, was, that was the same thing like before before COVID. Yeah. Pre COVID. Yeah. They would like swoop in to take. Yeah. The cup snakes, and I'm like, why? It's you know, I mean, if you're gonna have a snake at the ballpark, that's the kind you want. You don't want a garden snake. You want no, a boa constrictor. No, you want a snake of empty beer cups. What if they <laughs> secretly want the snakes, but the only way to keep it going and keep it interesting is if they act like they're not supposed to have them? Ooh. Just <laughs> challenging. How quick can you get the cup snake going? Yeah. Like, what's the best way to make somebody want something? Tell them they can't have it. Yeah. What, makes, what keeps something interesting? Tell them they can't have it. Like, I want to <laughs> see everybody saw the clip. Of the cup snake, that was a long ass cup. Oh, I mean, it was it was going. That way. I mean, it went from like the top of the bleachers all, and there was a guy in the like the lower bleachers like adding cups at the bottom of it. I think I was hammered. I wanted to see the five minutes before <laughs> the clip of like the coordination of like all that all those roll rows and that line of people just going like, all right, here it is. Let's let's go. Let's do it. So I need to be educated a little bit. It starts in the front row, right? Yeah, and it moves back. up back, yeah. right? Typically, because typically, you yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, or are you yeah. adding from both sides? Yeah, I mean, I think you can add from both sides. All yeah. Right. I do have one more thing to add <laughs> about what I did this weekend. Yeah, I forgot to tell you all this before we started the show. Well, shit, man, let's not miss it. All right. So, my oldest went to uh, vacation Bible school down the road. Your oldest me. wife? No, my oldest son. Oh, went to <laughs> went to vacation Bible school right down the road from us. And the the church will remain will remain nameless, but it was a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. And so all week he went, like had a great time, like whatever. They were super welcoming to him. And it's like, basically, it, I mean, it's like summer camp. Yeah, you it's know, like but they just teach you some some Bible stuff. But know? it was the whole idea behind it was like to get more, you know, people that didn't go to church there to come to church, like come check mm-hmm. it out. Because on Sunday mm-hmm. they had like this deal to where like all the parents came and like saw what they did and this that and the other. It was a Baptist church and. <clears throat> Never been to one of those before. Yeah. 
That was a very eye-opening experience. Yeah. About 40 minutes into the sermon, I'm like, this is not the place for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is not, this is, this is not me. And the guy was up there and he was, you know, going after it and like more power to him. And I'm not trying to knock anybody's religion, but like he started naming stuff off one after the other, after the other, as far as like what you can do and like, you know. He was like, you just need to cleanse your soul. I'm like, okay, we got to get out of here. Like, this is not. <laughs> so, yeah, I did that on Sunday, and I was like, all right, we got to get out of here. And I left there and went to the store and bought some beer. And, there, yeah. And went and hung out in my pool. <laughs> you typically, I mean, I'm assuming most of the services you you attend are Catholic. Uh, we do a little bit of Catholic. We do a little bit of non-denominational. Mm-hmm. So we try to do a mix of both. Gotcha. So. It wasn't, yeah, this was definitely not our, like, every Sunday routine. Sure. Like, we went because, you know, my oldest was like, hey, I want to go and like, yeah. see my buddies or whatever. Uh-huh. We're like, all right, cool. And, like, we got in there. We're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> These were the guys that, like, hung out at Beale Street after the music festival with, you know, big, like, PVC pipes. Oh, yeah, with the signs and yeah, shit. Yeah, the signs. Yeah. They were like, you're going to hell. Yeah. It's like, oh, these guys are here. Okay, cool. No, I think you just want to go to, like, a Catholic service and, like, have some beers after in the parking uh, lot, you know? I mean, it's... I don't do any of that. Six to one, half to have some Yeah, other, same. But, yeah. Know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, yeah, that was a very extreme um, Sunday morning. Got up out of bed and ate breakfast and, like, went to a Baptist church. I went to a Baptist church once to, like, try to impress a chick. How'd that work out for you? I, I can't tell you what happened. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, cool. I think it, made, it sounds like the church made him sign paperwork <laughs> when he left. I wish I could tell you. Nope, it's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I bet I know what you did. <laughs> so, Brian, where were you? What else? Uh, so you just you just worked all yeah. week. That's all you did. Mm-hmm. Nothing me, exciting. Me too, man. I didn't do shit. I don't. I don't know what I did. It's all kind of a blur. All right, let's talk about basketball. Now that we've gone covered everything in the world other than that. Yeah. I mean, I got some stories from the weekend, but I don't think they're very interesting. All right. I mean, it's just I don't know where to draw the line with this podcast, and I don't know if my stories are appropriate for general consumption and ears and whatnot do you have the voicemail thing on here like can we listen to some of the voicemails that people call in on yeah let's check those are there any new voicemails? are there any new voicemails let me check i feel like that would like that should be i don't know nobody called oh you make call last week um no when we get calls i play them so that's a tell if you've listened to any episodes before. Well, I have. I'm saying, have, have we had any voicemails in the past few weeks is what I was asking. No, we, no, we, the, the, the lines have been empty. I encourage calling if anybody wants to reach out. I mean, we'll play anything <laughs> on the air. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Anything. You remember uh, Joe Jackson? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure I saw him at the bar around the corner from here. 
I was pretty faded. I'm like 90% sure it was him. I mean, it was definitely his dad, right? Yeah. It was with his dad. It's probably him. Yeah, it looked like him. He just, he's, he's older looking than he used to be. I mean, he didn't have much to say. His he's, last year for the Tigers, he was like 27 years old. It's <laughs> <laughs> the guy's ninth year senior. <laughs> it's, it was interesting seeing him. I tried to make him laugh. I was like joking with his dad because his dad's kind of a, he's an old school, like, wannabe pimp player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's cool, though. He just, I don't know. Talking about old Tiger players, my old high school basketball coach was Nathaniel Root. Ah, Nathaniel Root. Yeah, yeah. Root. Yeah. Root. <clears throat> still good. Still a good buddy of mine. I talk to him all the time. But he brought uh, Earl Barron to practice with it, or with him one time, and it was Nathaniel Root and Earl Barron running a two verse five of our starting five at our varsity, the high school I went to. Would you lose by? Oh, dude, it was bad. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. Um, I had the bright idea one time to uh, talk a lot of shit to Earl Barron mm-hmm. and, like, try to get him going. He dunked on my head as I fell to the floor, and he just stood over me, and I was like, okay, this is – I'm not ready for <laughs> yeah, this. You're, you're out of your fucking league, man. <laughs> yeah. The same reason you would ne- you would never score a game in an NBA point – a game, uh, not one point. I th- but seriously, though, <laughs> I really think that – like, I've, I there was a lot of trash points going on here. Mm-mm. You don't think so? Like These a, dudes are a quick, so much bigger and faster than you. I feel like a quick put. I'm not talking about the beginning of the game. I'm talking about like blowout 120 to like 94. Mm-hmm. Either way it goes, I don't care whose team I'm on, but like a quick putback. Yeah, no, you would never get the ball. I would just make friends with everybody on the court to try to like be like, yo, dude, let me get let me get a quick two. What was his name? Uh, Ahmad Rashad. Do you remember when he uh, he played in an NBA game once? How'd that go? I think he scored. He like, he, like, got a contract. Do you I, don't need a, that? I don't need a contract. I just what? Need... No, uh-uh. Come on, Ahmad Rashad, like, the... Yeah. The Saturday He played, he played in the NBA yeah. for, like, one game. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a preseason game. He was on, like, a preseason roster. You just got to have to have a personality to, like, to kind of... You don't remember that? He scored. I don't remember that. Let's look this up. Hang yeah, on. look it up. Hang it's on. hilarious. Imagine... Josh, in an NBA game, it's like in like a college game when like the you know, it's I, like this. It's like senior night and they put the walk in on absolutely, and everybody's like it's a blowout and everybody's cheering for him just to score and he's like, hell yeah, dude. He's just bricking threes. Everybody's really excited when the ball goes in the air. <laughs> and bricks. Everybody's like, ah, oh. it's like yeah, give it to him again, give it to him again, give it to him. And then like bricks another three. That's uh, Josh, except. Uh, he never went to college. Should have gone to Memphis. Never played. So I have two kids. I'm hoping one of them goes there. Uh, I assume everybody knows that Mod Rashad is going to uh, be working with us today and tomorrow, as I explained to these guys the other night. Welcome, welcome aboard. Hours. Thank you. I think what's going to happen is it's, the it's going to be an adjustment for him against some of how quick some of these guys are. If he really wants to impress the, the coaches and everything, he just drop it down low to me. Oh, Charles, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just threw it off Charles' foot. Back door. I don't know which side is back door. <laughs> Thank you. That's all we're asking. Stay on the right side. <laughs> <laughs> ice? No ice? I want ice. 
The key to making this team, having the right friends. 31, good. Play it, play it. No, no, no. Switch it. Nope. one. Good, good luck, good luck. You shoot that one. Oh, yeah, right there. That's it, yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, he's serious. <laughs> we give that him that might be his problem. Once he loosens up and relax and reacts, he'll be all right. all right. You tell him, Coach, am I on the team? You got it. See? I'm get a man's bag. There you go. Team, okay, I see you. Was I helping? <laughs> Will you tell him I'm on the team? <laughs> that would be 100% me. I'll be telling everybody. Let's go. Let's, go. Let's, go. Let's, go. Let's get serious. Let's go. There I was, back in the Twin Cities. How you doing, man? In front of my hometown fans, waiting for a chance to show them what I can do. I'm in now. Here is Ahmad Rashad checking into the Sixers lineup, replacing Hersey Hawkins. Smiling. And they get it to Tony Campbell. <laughs> they immediately score on them. Oh man! Ahmad runs here. Charlie sets here. Dirt. Step into the lane. You'll set second. Ricky, you'll set third. So I'm on to the wall, Phil. Keep going. Jolly Hood chat here. I knew every eye was on me. The moment of truth was here. The look on his face. The opposing coach definitely replayed beyond this frustrated. Quite some time. My teammates set me up on the left side. That's what I'm saying. When everything right was I on the line, shot. I nailed it. Yeah, except Ahmad is a real athlete. Oh, I can and hit like a like? football player. Felt like I needed it again. <laughs> what the hell? This two points really made a difference. get <laughs> it. Shoot it and he buried it. I'm glad you people are in here because I'd like to make this announcement at this time that I have officially retired from basketball. <laughs> well, not exactly retired. That's great. Waved. <laughs> That's great. I've never seen that before. Oh, nice. Some good stuff. That's pretty good. Yeah, right? I like how so, he caught the ball in the corner and like he didn't set his feet. He was just shocked that he had oh, the ball. Oh, yeah, he, he was just, just like, shoot quick. Like, look at the basket, jump, yeah. and shoot. Yeah. Upper body gets square. Don't yeah. even worry about the feet. Yeah. Just hit it. Yeah. Rashad had a scholarship to, at the University of Oregon in football. Rushed for 2,300 yards, caught 131 passes, and scored 226 points. I feel like it should say how many touchdowns, unless he was. Yeah, I don't know. What was he it? fucking kicking field goals, too? Like, <laughs> Tell you what, I I do feel like I could hit that shot. Number four overall pick in the nineteen seventy two NFL draft by the Cardinals. Was he really? This guy really played in the NFL for like ten years. What? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, enough about Ahmad Rashad. Let's talk about. I want to talk about the Jokic foul. All right. Third quarter. Cameron Payne's got the ball. Uh, far right corner, you know, far three-point line-ish. Mm-hmm. Got the ball. He's got it tucked away. Strong hand. Jokic comes in off the free throw line, comes down to help on some defense. He's decided he's going to slap the shit out of the ball. Well, when he slaps it, Cameron Payne, obviously being smaller, kind of tucks. When he tucks, that arm comes across that nose. Flaker too. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. out the game. Mm-hmm. Third quarter, elimination game in Denver. Ejected from the game. Out. Bullshit call. No way they call that on LeBron. No way they call that on a number of players. Like any other league MVP? That's what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like any <laughs> fucking anybody else. Like mm-hmm. boy, how? How do you justify that call? Yeah. Like give them a flagrant one, let them keep rolling. What's the worst that can happen? You know what I mean? Because I even think that some of the Suns players are like, damn, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of brutal, man. It sounds like he was attempting to foul the guy and make a point of making it a hard foul. But, I mean, that's such trash, though. Such yeah, I trash. think he was just trying to get the guys fired up. Uh, I don't think he expected to get ejected from the game. I think it went a little further than he anticipated it going. I don't think he meant to get contact like that with a guy in his head. I think he was just trying to foul him hard. I have my own beliefs out. They're about to get swept in it, you know, at home. <laughs> I mean, but you're playing in Denver. People, people, the kid just got fucking MVP of the league. Let him finish the game out, for God's sakes. You know what I mean? Well, they had like, other it. than, like, punching someone in the side of the head, like, let the kid, let the guy finish, man. The referees felt it necessary to. Whatever. Slow down the physicality of the game for whatever reason. Did you see it, Brian? Have you seen the replay of it? I, I saw the replay. I saw they, you know, because they showed like three different angles. And on the first angle, you you hear Reggie Miller go, oh, that was all ball. Um, <laughs> and then on the second <laughs> angle, like that's ridiculous. It was all ball. And then on the second angle, Reggie goes, oh, yeah, he caught him on the shoulder a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then on the third angle, Reggie Miller says, uh, oh, man, yeah, he hit him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> He could, yeah, he didn't want to believe it. Yeah. He wanted to protect Jokic, it sounds like. Or he just didn't have a good look He just at had it. a differing opinion I mean, yeah. on everything. And I get it. You, I mean, I don't... I, I you react to the information in front of you, but maybe wait. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe wait until you see all the angles before right. you make such pronouncements. Um, <laughs> it didn't... I mean, flagrant one, maybe. Right. It looked like he was going... It looked like he was emphatically going for the ball. Right. I don't think that he was. The contact looked incidental. Right. You know? like his, the dude, because as soon as he went to SWAT, Cameron Payne's face kind of yeah. cringed. And mm-hmm. as soon as he cringed, like, of course, like his arm hit his face. Well, whatever. I just thought it was a weak call for an MVP of the of the league to get thrown out in game three. So, whatever. Yeah. It just, you know. It just further proves my point, though. Like, if LeBron's down 0-3 in a situation that, like, they're not calling that. There's no way they're calling that. I didn't see how quick the foul got called. So they I don't, they, I don't know. I don't see a lot of guys making hard fouls or even attempting to make hard fouls. So uh, they, Jokic is one of those guys that will do that, though. So they call the foul. Like when was the last time you saw LeBron like try to hit somebody really hard? Sorry. Well, they they called the foul like immediately, like right off the bat, mm-hmm. and then they went to the review table. Then they started okay. reviewing. It. You know what I mean? So like it it, it escalated from there. But was while they were watching the review. Was um, Cam campaign still dead on the ground? No, he wasn't. So I will give Cam like a little bit of credit because like he wasn't dead on the ground, but like he was kind of like holding the face and mm-hmm. kind of like looking around and trying to sell it. But like my thing too is how much of that is like him learning from Chris Paul because like we all know Chris Paul likes to sell a foul. Sure. Like like even when he was back in the Hornets, like that was his thing. Like he liked to like sell fouls. 
And so, like, how much of that does he, like, does he learn from Cam- or uh, uh, Chris Paul? You know what I mean? And, like, you could see it kind of developing into, like, younger aspects of it, like Devin Booker campaign and all that shit, you know? Um, and just playing with them. Because you know when they practice, so you know they got to play hard as hell and, you know, kind of pick up on st- things that he does. And Sure, probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, there's probably been a conversation like, hey, if you get hit, go down. Right. Yeah. It's probably been that conversation. It's probably in their tactics or, you know, something they I'm not, discuss in the film room. Like, hey, he hit you. You should have gone down. Right. Mm-hmm. And Try I'm to not, get the call. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not knocking campaign for what he did. Like, campaign sold it the way he was supposed to sell it. And I'm not, like, I'm not knocking that. Tons of guys do it. Right. And what I'm knocking is the fact that the NBA's, or the NBA referees went back to the table and looked at it and, like, had – multiple looks at this foul, and they're mm. like, yes, flagrant two, you're out. Yeah, because he hit him in the head. Whatever. He was uh, – Jokic admitted to attempting to make the hard foul. He It wasn't like a surprise that he hit the guy. He, the referees knew he was attempting to make a frustration foul of some sort and right. try to get energy or something. I don't think he meant to hit the guy in the head or hurt him. Tough. Fuck is going on here? That's Terrence uh, Mann. Terrence Mann's dead. <laughs> well, rest in peace. I remember where I was. Oh, <laughs> see, yeah. he's just selling it. He's just selling it. Look, all these guys do it. I don't know. This is okay. a this is a hell of a pick there. Oh come on. Royce O'Neal sets a solid pick. He goes down. I mean, that that had to hurt. I mean, there's no doubt it hurt. That had but to hurt. It's, it's fucking basketball. Yeah. Like this game just started. It's nearing the end of the first quarter, and it's thirteen to thirty Clippers. Yeah, but they also don't have Mike Conley tonight either. So. Yeah, but it's thirteen to thirty. That score will even out too. Mike Conley wouldn't have had seventeen points in the first quarter. I don't know. Put him <laughs> against the Grizzlies. This son bitch was the fucking greatest shooter in the world. All right. So anyway, I'm not going to argue about that, but the Clippers are, have been on one, man. Something clicked in that last series. They have been fired up. Here's a stat I saw on Reddit. Oh, look, Terrence Mann is fine. Yeah. Clippers have lost all 10 opening tips this postseason. (laughs) The opposition has scored on their first possession nine of the 10 times. By the time the Clippers scored their first points of a game, they have been outscored by a combined 48-0. to zero. Oh. <laughs> Slow starters. Looks that way. Not tonight. Somebody got in that ass. I don't want a slow start tonight. They have. Like, if you've watched any Clippers games, they, do, they were kind of going through the motions against Dallas, man. Yeah. Like, a little bit. I think, like... Almost to the extent where they felt like they were better than the other team and they didn't have to try. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we can just coast through this. It did look lackadaisical, the effort at times. And then at, one, at some point during the Dallas series, Kawhi just turned it on. And he hasn't turned it off since. Yeah, he's... For the Clippers to be anything this postseason, Kawhi has to be... He's got to be Kawhi Leonard. He has to be the awesome Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, like every game. There's not enough talent on that team for him to just let the other guys do it. Yeah. And him just come in in the fourth and close it out. It almost seems like that Kawhi, when Kawhi's going really good, it kind of like feeds oh, yeah. Paul Every, George to play better too. Everybody steps up. When the when the boss man's busting his ass, everybody should be 
put on notice that That's it's right. time to fucking get to work. Yeah. What did uh? <laughs> what did what did Evan call Paul George this week? Paid too much pee. <laughs> <laughs> Paid P or something. He was, he was paid George. Paid, paid too much P. Paid something. Shout out Evans. We got to get Evan back on sometime. He don't want to do it. I think it's just because he's lazy. That is one hundred percent the reason. He's like, uh, he's like, man. Mondays are like his worst day as a human being. I think. Like he. he 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 legitimately like wears the shirt. This is he has the poster in his office. This is I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> he has the poster. He says he's usually so tired and so stressed out. By the time he gets home from work on Mondays, like it's couch time and it's nothing. He don't move. He wouldn't mind me saying that. He'd tell you right now. He don't give a shit. He legitimately hates Mondays. <laughs> I don't know. He's a hard guy to pin down on a Monday ever. He's got a lot going on, you know. Evan is like a quality of life kind of guy where he enjoys being able to do whatever the fuck Evan wants to do. He's not so concerned with everything else. Yeah. We should get him on, though. You know, there's a week coming up where... There's, it's going to be like me and Pat in here by ourselves. Maybe that's a good time. Actually, can I call in? I'll be at the beach that week. How effective do you think that call in is going to be? It's going to be terrible, but it's going to be. Well, let's just not do it then. Great content, though. He's going he's gonna to be conging all day. God, dude, I'm, yeah. Quinn Snyder's the only coach in the NBA that wears vans. You ever in, notice that? And tights. He wears vans every game. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, He's edgy. Is there any <laughs> coach in the league that you think hates doing these these like timeout interviews more than Quinn Snyder? Greg Popovich. Or, yeah. Greg Popovich? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just that Quinn Snyder, I mean, he just he typically looks like he's just fucking seething anyway. So I don't think any of these guys like doing it because they're – the game is on, like the game is happening, and he's talking on the fucking radio. Well, no, this is a, no, it's a uh, this is during the last timeout because he was on the court. But yeah, you basically you basically rob a coach of a timeout because it's like the, the assistants are talking to the team. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think they want to do it. They're, I assume they're obligated to. Oh, there's definitely wording in their contract that says they have to. There's no way he wanted to talk to that reporter down 20 points in the beginning of the second quarter. Uh, any other NBA news? Oh, is that I, what we're doing? I've got some NBA news. Any, any, anything else happened last week that yeah. made anybody excited? Nikola Jokic won the 2020-21 NBA MVP award. That happened last week. Well-deserved. Happened Tuesday, right? The day after we recorded? Yeah, I think so. Does anybody think he doesn't deserve it? No. No. Good. You all have brains. <laughs> it could have gone it could have gone to somebody else, but you can't argue that he didn't deserve it. He carried that team with Jamal Murray being out. Sure. At the end of the season. Yeah. 
When was the last time an American basketball player won MVP? Are we guessing? Three years ago. Are we guessing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess. Josh, when? An American basketball player won the MVP. When was the last time LeBron won it? Answer the question. I don't know. <laughs> Three years ago. All right. Brian? Josh, you would be correct. It was three years ago. Say that again? My, my microphone or my headphones didn't work. What did you say? You would be correct. It was Haim. three years ago. Hames Jarden. Been trying to tell you fuckers I'm a genius. Y'all just don't believe me. No, I think you're just quick on the Google. <laughs> I'm really not Googling. I'm sending an email, actually. Okay. Who won the MVP the last two years? Uh Jokic won it this year. Mm-hmm. The two years before that. Uh LeBron won it three years ago. No, that was we just said it was James Harden. That was the last time an oh, American just, won the MVP. I thought you said it was LeBron. No, it was James Harden. Oh. You just wanted to hear LeBron. <laughs> James Harden won it in 2018. Okay. Who won in 2019 and 2020? Here's a hint: not American born. <laughs> this is fun, Luca. Yeah, right. <laughs> is, that, is that your final answer? That'll, that'll be next season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't remember. I'm assuming. I'm assuming you have it pulled up, Jeff. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. You don't remember that, like. They couldn't give it to him three times in a row. <laughs> it was like a big topic all season. Oh, Giannis? Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo. To be fair, LeBron is on this uh, list over the last 15 years a lot. A lot. He should probably be the MVP every season. There's no player that's more important to a team than LeBron. <laughs> you take LeBron off the Lakers and they're a play-in team. Put LeBron on the Lakers, there's a second seed. Maybe the first seed. Anyway, that's enough about LeBron. Speaking of... Play Anthony Davis at center and they go undefeated. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So, um, I have some news. What else? Let's hear it. Let's go. The Luka and the front office fiasco going on going down in dallas have you heard mm-hmm. about this oh yeah i read about that on the uh on the tweet box the athletic oh yeah he's he's getting into it with a lot of those guys huh you blame him is everybody does he is he just a fucking psychopath or are they treating him like a the best second third year player bro the best player they put around him was a fucking tim hardaway jr well okay yes <laughs> But realistically speaking, the best player they really thought was going to be around him was a broken down Kristaps Porzingis. He's not broken, on a, he's not broken down on a big contract. He's twenty. Right. He's twenty five or twenty six. Would you give him a contract next year, being the houseman twenty seven? Yeah, but it wouldn't be thirty million. Overpaid, maybe broken down. Nah. Dallas did Dallas extend him, or is that still his next contract? They're talking about he's going to go to. Uh, I don't remember. They're talking about that the Hornets have like a big interest in him. Oh, he should go there. I think Dallas extended him. Uh, the biggest surprise in that that article was that Harbaugh has a job in the NBA. I thought he was just like a fucking degenerate. <laughs> Who? 
<laughs> I made it my right. <laughs> right. Like you're not wrong. It's just really works mean for a team. <laughs> uh, Dallas, Dallas is going to get it straightened out. They're going to get it all straightened out. And they're going to do whatever Luca wants. I think to. some of these some of these guys on the coaching staff he's getting into it with are just treating him like a third year player, like he probably should be treated, and he don't want to fucking hear it because he he's been a professional for over a decade already. <laughs> he's so good though. He's already won European championships. Like he's, he's not he's not a, your average like third year player, you know. You got to do anything you can to make that guy happy. That you would think that's obvious, but I think uh, some of it is Luca's immaturity showing his ass. He's yelling at guys, even though he's not being targeted. Maybe he feels like he's being targeted. I read one of those stories about him getting into it with the coaching staff, and uh, the coach was like, "I wasn't even really like singling him out. Right. I was talking to everybody," and Luca got upset about it. Do you think that's more of the role that he's going to adopt? As, I think he's just got to grow up a little bit. I mean, I, I I agree. I think he does have to grow up a little bit. But in the NBA right now, to be a star player like Luka is, I mean, there's no doubt. Like, you look at the top five younger players coming up. You look at, we talked about it before with. Is he a prima donna? It's not so much the prima donna, but, like, he's going to adopt that role of, like, a very verbal player to where he's, yeah, he's emotional. Yeah. So like it let him adopt that role and like put the coaching staff around there to just accepts that to what it is. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not like, what are you going to do? You're going to get another Luca? No, I just think that they all need to learn how to adapt and work together. How much time have they really spent together? I don't know. Should you really fire somebody because Maybe Luca has an issue with them. I don't know. That's not really my call to make, and I can't get. I'm not inside that circle enough to know like what's really going on and how everybody feels about everybody. We can make our assumptions, but we're really not like close enough to the story. I feel like there's something there, but like I said, I think it's just something kind of like. Maybe a prima donna thing, maybe a maturity thing. Maybe Luca's got angst towards some of these guys, but Cuban's gonna get all that shit fucking figured out between him and Carlisle. They'll. Well, they were saying this, that, it's not gonna keep happening. They were saying that Carlisle is interested in. Oh, where was it? Not prepare. Is he gonna one. coach the Cubs or something? Yeah, yeah, he's going to baseball. Oh, come on, the Bucks. The Bucks have a head coach. Yeah, but they're saying that Budenholzer is going to pack up and leave out. Okay, this is all hinging on what happens during the playoffs right now. And who's saying Carlisle? Has Carlisle said actually that he wants out of Dallas? That's crazy. This is all just rumors and hypothetical shit, I think. I don't, I don't really have much interest for that. You can what if and hypothetical... Any scenario in the world doesn't mean shit. I don't think Carlisle's leaving Dallas. I feel like that would not be a move that he would be able to choose. 
I'm just telling you what I'm reading. Sorry, Mark. I'm going to Milwaukee. Um, no, I haven't talked to anybody in Milwaukee yet. I've also done a 100% turnaround on uh, Bootenholzer getting fired. Yeah, I'm not. Since I'm since uh, Kyrie Irving got injured. I'm not all in on that, even if they lost the series. Because I'm looking at Milwaukee and I'm saying, it's probably not coaching. Who are you going to get that's going to be better? Yeah. It'll just be somebody different. And that doesn't mean shit. I think Milwaukee, just one real quick thing is, I think with Milwaukee, Giannis doesn't need to be the first option. Because Giannis is better cleaning up scraps. And he sh- he doesn't need the ball as much as he has the ball. I think Middleton should be the number one option. And then Giannis can play off of him. Because Gian- Middleton's a much better playmaker. Shooter, passer, everything. Well, he's a guard. And Giannis fucks shit up when he has the ball too much. I, I, I've, I've said it on his podcast last year that Middleton needs to be the number one option. When they go through him, more good things happen. And Giannis can run in, make cuts, whatever it is, set screens. Playing the paint more instead of yeah. jacking a bunch of threes. Instead of having the ball in the perimeter, mm-hmm. they try to run through Giannis as the first option so often, and it's so frustrating because a lot of times he just makes the wrong play. I don't think he's that guy. I mean, he's a. I don't think he's that guy as a basketball player. He, in his head, he probably thinks, like, I am the best player on this team. I need to have the ball. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird when you ex- expect a, a center or a power forward to take it at the top of the key and dribble it in and yeah, he do something does. ridiculous. You know, it's, he just it's, doesn't look at himself as a center power forward. Yeah, you know, and that's all great, grand, and wonderful, except for the fact that he is. They're using him as the positionless player. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a LeBron. Yeah, but that's what he wants to be. And it's it, maybe that is coaching. Maybe Budenholzer, maybe he knows that it's not but who do you br- who do you bring in as a supporting cast to, like, to make him the best possible player? Sh- shooters and playmakers. So and then he's just a wing player. I, I see him as a slasher, slashing to the rim and – what point guard do you bring in to make him that much better? Because that's what you need. Well, I Drew Holiday that. is a fine point yeah, guard. Yeah, I think they've already got All right, so you guard. got Drew. They okay. made that move already. Fair enough. Okay. So what three do you bring in? Or what two? Because that's what you need. Like two, no, three. I got him. Middleton, and then I like Giannis at three or to four. They've got the players. I just don't know if they're using them right. You think it's, but, just, you think it's scheme? Yeah, I do. I think Middleton has got to be the guy taking the most shots. He's got to be the guy. And and if you look at the box scores, let's pull them up. Last couple games for Milwaukee, look at what Middleton's done and how important he's been. The last game that the Bucks won, all right, Giannis had a good game, but it's one of five from three. He's 20% from three. Five turnovers. There was one of these, yeah, here it is, the game before last. So that was when the Bucks won their first game to avoid a 3-0 deficit. Middleton was heavily involved in this game. He got 15 rebounds, 35 points, 50% from three, and he got to the line. It was a big Middleton game, and I think it was really important for him to have a big game. Giannis had a good game too. I'm not saying he had a bad game. 
What was uh what was Giannis's uh three point percentage in that game? Yeah, twelve. Twelve <clears> percent, <throat> one uh, of eight. In the playoffs Giannis is attempting four point six threes a game. What do you think his shooting percentage on those threes is? Taking four? He's taking four point six a game. Twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. Jeff, what do you think his percentage is? Higher or lower? Fifteen percent. It's thirteen point five percent on threes but in the why, playoffs. Oh, so Ouch. all right. So, so this goes into and then he has a lot of turnovers too, and a lot of his turnovers come at inopportune times. Mm-hmm. So this kind of trickles into like the the Jaron Jackson thing. Not I'm not comparing Jaron Jackson to Giannis, mm-hmm. but this has always been my argument about Jaron Jackson. Why do you have a four or a five out there shooting threes? You were that large. If it's open, rock on, take it. You know what I mean? But there's no way that you should be taking that many threes in which the situation to like to to, to where you have an average of what you say, thirteen percent? Thirteen point five. Right. Like, I mean if you're shooting forty percent after you miss three of them stick them out there. You after know? you miss three of them, pass the ball. Yeah. It's time to pass the ball. You know what I mean? Like you need sure. to be underneath yeah. the goal, yeah. rebounding. Nah, man, shooters gotta shoot. <laughs> There's no way. Milwaukee won two games this week, albeit it was against Brooklyn after Kyrie got hurt, and they're basically just playing against Jeff Green and Kevin Durant. <laughs> we know how that's going to work Green. out. No respect for Joe Harris, huh? Are you dogging on, on JoJo? I'm not big on Joe Harris. But Milwaukee's coming back. They evened up that series. I think it's, it has a lot to do with Middleton playing well. I, that whole thing up there in Milwaukee, I just don't believe in. Sorry. Can't buy into it. I like it. I like I like Jeff's idea to tweak the uh, the scheme some. Yeah. I think giving Giannis the ball all the time, every time down the court, it goes through Giannis, and it's so predictable. Right. Like every team should know, like, oh, we'll just double Giannis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the same philosophy yeah. as if – Brook or not Brooklyn, um, uh, Philadelphia. That's the same philosophy. If they pulled Ben Simmons out of the game and they just said, "Hey, Joel Embiid, I want you at the top of the key every time you come down here. I'm gonna throw you the ball, and we're gonna figure it out. You're gonna run the offense. You're gonna run the offense. Mm-hmm. Or when you're not in the game, I'm gonna give it to Dwight Howard. Yeah, like that's the stupidest fucking thing I in think the world. Embiid does a better job at it than Giannis, though. I think. But that theoretically, I'm just saying that like you can't run your offense through your fucking center at the top of the key. You have to give it to a playmaker that has some kind of versatility. I don't care how good Giannis is. Like, dude, you got to give it to somebody who can dribble drive. Yeah, but these guys are just demanding the ball. The coach is trying to make the players happy too, man. <laughs> True. I mean, Chris Webber was a big man that played that kind of point forward role, but, I mean, he he passed the ball out of the paint. He, involved, a, he involved players from the paint. That was a totally different game back then. Well, though. True. Like you didn't have somebody that could like play play the game like Giannis back then. Yeah, maybe saying, that's what Giannis needs to do. If he's a bonus, if he's going to involve if he's going to involve those guys, he needs to have a foot in the paint. Absolutely, and pass it out. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Sabonis like, and Pau Gasol. But see, having that <laughs> having that role having that role those are all better passers than Giannis. Oh yeah, <laughs> having that role, oh, yeah. you also have somebody like all right. Let's say you took you let's say you took. Chris Paul. At, I mean, I don't know this is a stretch, but like, let's say you take Chris Paul out of Phoenix and put him mm-hmm. in in Milwaukee. 
do you think Giannis plays the role that he does right now? No. You have somebody at the top of the key that's running that system. Say, your ass is down low. I need pick and roll, mm-hmm. drive to the basket. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have that person, and that falls on Drew Holiday. Like, Drew's got to be able to mandate that offense. Chris Milton's got to be able to mandate that offense right. to that's, where it's it's like it's, it's give and go. What you're describing is the scheme of the game, right? and that is coaching. So the coach, the coach is letting Giannis do what Giannis want to do. They just signed him to the supermax. Yeah, right. you, you let Giannis do what Giannis wants to do, but I, I, I don't think that it's the best idea. And you're, you're onto something. You like it's a different way of playing, right? Now, where you've got these facilitating bigs, and they all want to shoot threes. It just doesn't make sense to it's me a, because it's, it's not consistent. Different. Yeah. Jeff, will you bear me? We're not going to solve these problems tonight. I know. But what else was in the news, guys? Was there another news story this week? I think there was. What else you got? Bjorkgren fired. See you. Indy head coach. Uh-oh. After playoff streak ends for Indiana. Here we go. The Houseman 27 is coming in. I can feel it bubbling on that back burner. I am uh, I'm Boobly. totally shocked that uh, after all the turmoil this season, just the reported turmoil, that they cut this guy loose after one year. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. He had such a great foundation there. Do you think <laughs> the team is solid? Do you think they can get Nate McMillan back? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I don't know if you got anything going on down in Atlanta. Yeah. But <laughs> Chip has sailed. It's Terry Stott's time. Oh. Uh, you know, when we were talking about Maybe Dallas. Maybe Rick Carlisle will go coach yeah, there. When we were talking about Dallas earlier, <laughs> um, I read uh, Cuban has been quoted saying, that you don't hire a coach unless you have somebody who you absolutely think can do a better job. The grass isn't always greener. Right. And I think that 100% applies to the Indiana Pacers. They fucked up. That's a good squad. They fucked that up. (laughs) It's a a good young squad. They shouldn't just be firing a coach. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. They they shouldn't have just fired the first fucking coach they had. But now that they have fired the Mm -hmm. coach that they hired, maybe... It shouldn't just stop at the coaching. No, 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 no. I mean, like who gonna, hired the coach? Yeah, that's true. Are we yeah. gonna? Are we gonna even fucking? Are yeah. we just gonna ignore? Yeah, the guy that hired the coach. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna ignore that whole fucking? Sorry, I mean, I've been trying not to cuss so much on here. Are we just gonna ignore <laughs> the fact that the guy that made this bad hire is gonna continue to be in the organization? <laughs> probably make another bad hire except except this time he's gonna have to hire an experienced coach that maybe doesn't fit because he's gonna he's gonna have to go find a guy who previously had coached the team terry stotts i like i like my guy for yeah i like stotts he got so much offense on that team that you like you just have to let Terry Stott run it because you've seen what he can do in Portland with mm-hmm. with Damian. They should they've have got, been good. They got uh Mark hey. Jackson too. Give him Mark put Mark Jackson in charge Dude. of that Indiana team. Stop. No. 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 Mm-mm. Yes. Sure. I'm not I'm not buying Mark Jackson. I'm sorry. Can't buy that. Well, I do. 
That whole roster, though, <laughs> that is an offensive-based roster that it, that is filled with guards. That should be one of like the most fun teams in the league to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. And they will be when they have a coach that they want to play for. It's very reminiscent of first half of the season, Atlanta Hawks of this season. Ooh, yeah. They quit playing. They lost games. Got rid of the coach. Nate McMillan takes over. Dope. They go on an insane winning streak. Mm-hmm. And they make the playoffs. They beat the Knicks. And now they're tied up in the semis with the first place team in the league. Just a coaching change. I think that players do sandbag when they don't like the coach. Oh, sure. It happens. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what happened in Indiana. It's It seems obvious. Mm-hmm. The guy's weren't happy it was they were voiced their opinion publicly many times players do dictate the league so outside outside of miles turner he made it one year and uh <laughs> demonte sabonis uh-huh brogdon even then brogdon still considered a point guard Karis lavert lavert Karis lavert's considered a shooting guard they're losing two guys i like they're going to lose T.J. McConnell and Doug McDermott. Okay. That's a but, bummer I mean, for them. dude, you look at this roster, and it's filled with shooting guards and point guards. Uh, Doug, McGur- Doug McDermott. Doug McDermott. <laughs> Doug McDermott. He's power forward, <laughs> so you're germ. losing that. But I'm saying, <laughs> like. Took <our> <laughs> 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 they took our germs. They took our Who? Who else? Hey, he actually, dude, he the actually pulled, fucking he pulled up something on his computer, man. Let him talk it out. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm letting him. I'm letting him. I want, but I'm, I'm laughing at it, too. I mean, but, dude, like, this <laughs> roster is filled with guards. It's a beautiful roster. And so if you let Terry Stotts run that roster, dude, look what he did with, with look what. T.J. Warren, too. Is he on your um, list? Yeah, yeah oh. T.J. Warren. <laughs> He's going to come back ready to play next year. I mean, yeah, because there were the rumors that because he got he got the rumors that he got the surgery early. He didn't play the whole season because yeah. he knew the he already fucking knew mm-hmm. he already knew Bjorkren. I don't like that guy. Uh-uh. This dude is gonna that's a, that's gonna a waste solid, our time. That's a solid lineup, dude. I like that lineup. They it should sucks. they should be a oh easy a easy. very fun team to watch. It easy sucks for that easy. whole team that they lost the whole season on some bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a wasted season. It sucks, dude. Let's go to Tunica and just put like 500 bucks down that the Pacers will win or make the playoffs. I'll take the – Oh, to make, make the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a good bet. I'll and take – It's probably yeah. not available yet. That's because Vegas is like, season. no. I think the highest I'd, I would go on the Pacers would be like, I'd put a little bit of money to like make the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe. Ooh. Mm. Write it down. Maybe. Put it in the notes. That's as high as I'd go <laughs> if I'm betting money. Eastern Conference Finals. Clarkson. Think about it. I could put ten bucks down on that. No, I. You know what? I'm Maybe gonna hundred. <laughs> I'm gonna trust the Hausman Prime Zone and say that it's probably a least a twenty five dollar bet for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna step out on a limb here. The future bets, man. I like the long shots. That's yeah. gonna be yeah. a long shot. Yeah. And. But if you're gonna, I don't want to risk like over a hundred bucks on a fucking long shot. I don't know, like I don't right. make that kind of money. Where but I, I mean, can if just you, make like, I can't make like eight fucking long shot, two hundred dollar bets. Like I can't do that. 
But, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to make that bet, you better make it before Terry Stott signs on because you know they're like, right now, it's great odds. Mm, I don't know. I think you can probably, before 2022 starts, you'll probably still get good odds because that'll be early enough in the season. Right. After the season starts, you got, like, November, December to figure out what bets you want to make if you're looking at long shots. Like, if you want good mm-hmm. odds. Mm-hmm. If you want 40 to 1 odds. Yeah. Right. You get them in that first couple months. You get those bets in. Because they're going to go down. If you're right, they're going to go way down. And eventually it's going to yeah, be yeah, like yeah. 4 to 1. If you're yeah. right. Is it too early? To, you can't even bet on that now. I mean, no, like, I don't You can't so. bet you on can. it until the beginning yeah, of the season. Can. Hell yeah. Next can. year? Already? Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> I've never made a bet that far in advance. Is this hey. is this the gang bets on the Pacers? I don't know. I don't know that you can. I don't know that you is that can. The, is that the title of the episode? I think <laughs> the season has to actually like have started, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I know a guy. Hang on one second. Nah, I don't know. know how early that like the bets come out as the bets come out. I don't know if those are out yet. I just I just think about how to, how mad as a Pacers fan you would be to see Nate McMillan mm-hmm. in the second round. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Not happy. Oh God, Jesus! Kawhi Jeez. just yammed on Gobert. Ooh. Did Gobert like fall out? Was that Gobert or is that Favors? I can't even tell. Uh, J- Jingles. I think <laughs> I can't see on this tiny bullshit television in here, and I can't see anyway. No, that's Favors. I'm trying 15? to find the future yeah. bets. Oh, okay, now. it's fifteen. Yeah, Kawhi just yammed on favors. <laughs> he embarrassed him. Utah, what are you? Clippers are winning at home. This could go seven games. Isn't this our uh, focus series? This is the focus series. Yeah, the series we wanted to pay the most attention to. We're each focusing is, on it pretty hard this episode. <laughs> each team is just going to win at home. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like the opposite of the Dallas series. They got to tie. The Clippers got to tie this thing up. Only the road teams won. Nope. Here's your here's your Kawhi man, Dunk, yeah, Duncan and Diamond, like Marcus Morris. Kawhi's been. They're been, still gonna. I mean, you, you know, the playing league. like a champ. That is such bad oh, yeah. fucking decision making. Yeah, he's just Swing forcing it. it. Yeah, he's looking for it. Yep. But forty flailing and failing. <laughs> Forty four points in one half. The Grizzlies would have loved that. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so dirty. Yeah. Oh no, it was yeah, it was favors. Yeah, I thought it was Royce O'Neal for a minute, but Royce O'Neal is the guy he left in the dust. <laughs> I wonder if he feels like that ball is just like a ping pong ball, like he just can kind of like do whatever he wants to with it. Uh, <laughs> Evan, shout out Evan again. Evan texted earlier. We were, we were just talking. Shout out, Evans. <laughs> Kawhi just caught a pass one-handed with his palm facing out. <laughs> Kawhi's got 19 in the first half. Marcus Morris bum ass. Got, he's 5 of 5 from 3 for 22 points in the first half. <laughs> Think he can sustain that? <laughs> I, think, I mean, if they're going to have to start... Tripling Kawhi, yeah. <laughs> I think it. I think it oh may be time. I think it may be time to do this as the podcast cover. No, <laughs> never. No. So 
Utah is going to need more from Bujan Bogdanovich in the second half. He's 0-2 from three with four points and negative 20. He can get hot fast, though. We've mm-hmm. seen it happen. Yeah. Jingles maybe needs to get a little more involved. He's got one assist and nine points. Mm, three of three from three. Rudy Gobert has one point in the game and three rebounds. Would you expect that from Rudy Gobert to have not even taken a shot in the game in the first half? Would not have expected that. Rudy Gobert, get more involved. He's such a bitch. Bouillon, get more involved. Sixth man of the year, Jordan Clarkson's got 17 minutes in the first half and only five points. They've got to find a way to get him some shots, too. How's my boy Luke Kennard doing? Uh, he isn't. He's played six minutes. Irrelevant. They're Yeah, I mean, they're up, so. Yeah, it looks like uh, Marcus Morris is the hero right now for the first half. For the Clippers. How about that? Tell you what, I'm going to jump on this 20 and a half plus <laughs> point line. Do it. Here, I don't have any fucking money in my account. Plus Venmo 20 me. and a half. That's stupid. Yeah, I would take that. Probably win that. If I had some Wi-Fi in here, it'd be all right. The Wi-Fi is strong. So anyway, getting back to Indiana... I think Brian's right. They'll definitely be good next year. I guarantee they'll be better than this season, next season. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's all I have for the news. Anybody else? Look, I think it took us longer to do the news this week than last week, which is impressive. I mean, there's, you know, league injuries, but that's that's been covered. Oh, like Kyrie? Kyrie's out. Yeah, I mean, that changed the whole... Kyrie's injury changes the Milwaukee Bucks-Brooklyn series immensely. Completely. Milwaukee won two games this week. Brooklyn won one. Let's go ahead and look at all of the playoff series right now. Philly won two games this week. Atlanta won tonight, so Atlanta won one. Utah won two games this week against the Clippers. The Clippers won one. Looking like they're going to win this one. Yeah, the Clippers pretty much have it under control. Denver won no games this week. Phoenix won four. Huh? Now Chris Paul can rest that shoulder. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is just chilling. Campaign can rest that nose. All <laughs> of the other series. <laughs> <laughs> Campaign can get the swelling down on his face. Mm-hmm. He'd probably wear a face mask in the next series. <laughs> Every series is going to go fucking seven games, it looks like. <laughs> It very well may be. Phoenix may be chilling out for like a whole week. It's very possible they don't play basketball this week. I think that's very, very good for their odds against either Utah or the Clippers. It's great for Phoenix. I was thinking earlier this week when things went down with Brooklyn, when Kyrie went out and Harden, that it's just coming down to health. Who can stay healthy the longest? Mm -hmm. A lot of these teams have all their chips in one bag where they're leaning on two or three guys to win games. Mm -hmm. And if you lose one, especially two, Mm -hmm. you're out, it seems like. Look at Denver. They're, They're the prime example. Right. They lost a huge salary chunk. Jamal Murray 
and they got swept. Mm-hmm. And MPJ was not right in that series no. at all. Mm-hmm. Archive Will Barton did not play well. Denver was just off. I mean, the MVP did MVP things. But. Yeah. Will Barton didn't play in the first series at all, did he? He came back. Yeah, I don't the think so. Series, right? Yeah. So, who can stay healthy? Take Kawhi or Paul George off that Clippers team. Yeah. Take Mike Conley off Utah. Yeah, I mean, the Clippers are giving him fits. Clippers are winning tonight. If Embiid misses games, Atlanta sees an opening. If Giannis or Middleton or Holiday gets hurt for Milwaukee, none of those guys really have histories of injuries, though. You got to like that if you're a Milwaukee fan. You got to feel confident there that your guys didn't play only nine games together all season. Right. <laughs> so with the new information, I mean, our Brooklyn pick isn't looking strong. We all took Brooklyn. I took Brooklyn in a sweep and was and said that <laughs> Budenholzer was getting fired. Yeah. I mean, I went all in. We're kind of in the middle of things here. The only surprising thing was Denver getting swept. What? You thought, I thought, you would think Jokic would will that team to at least one win. At least one. I called I called that a seven-game series, and I'm not exactly <laughs> sure, what, sure happened. what my reasoning was there. Jokic, MVP. Yeah. He does it all. He finds ways to win games. He does. Like realistically, five or six, maybe not seven, and it was four. <laughs> How do we feel about Mike Malone as a coach there? Are they going to look at him, or are they just going to run it back? I mean, I, I chalk it up to I chalk it up to Jamal Murray being hurt. I mean, dude, they had to go out and sign Austin Rivers, <laughs> mm-hmm. who was good for like a week. Yeah, I mean, I chalked that up to injuries. You know, you're all, you're you're an injury away, and Denver was more than one injury away. I mean, they had Will Barton returning, MPJ not looking right, mm-hmm. like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. He was hurt. Played like ass. He's probably he probably didn't really uh, need to be out there. I mean, he probably didn't. What his injury probably didn't rehab that well. He's probably like rubbing essential oils on on it or some shit he played so bad in game three yeah that's all i remember about the series (laughs) (laughs) mpj was trash josh what do you think about these series what are we looking at phoenix is going to get a ton of rest huh look you're gonna have phoenix (laughs) you're gonna have brooklyn when it's all said done that's it no reason or rhyme just Banks, Brooklyn. Just put, That's just where it telling is. us how it is. That's where it is. Do you want to back that up with some, some, some kind of explanation? Some cashola? No, explanation. Oh, explanation. <laughs> <clears throat> who in the East can stop Brooklyn? Uh, who in the East can stop Kevin Durant by himself? Yeah, Milwaukee. I'll take Milwaukee. The team they're I'll playing. Take Philly. So you think Philly can stop? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant on his own. Yeah, yes. Durant needs help, man. Let's. I mean, dude. Let's be honest. That Durant. Kyrie Irving injury looked bad. I mean, dude, he's leaving. He's leaving in a boot and on crutches. I'm just gonna. I'm just. I. All I've thought about is Durant, Oklahoma. Like if Durant could win on his own, then he would have done it in Oklahoma. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's taking, fair. I'm yeah. taking I'm taking Brooklyn, taking Phoenix. Sticking to it. Sure. I mean Harden better get back in the next two games. Or Kyrie. Somebody I give I give their if it, let's if we're saying Kyrie is out for this series and the next, but they get Harden back, I'm okay with their chances. Yeah. yeah. But if they've got no Harden, no Kyrie Irving, yeah. It's over. Yeah. I think so. Durant can't do it by himself. No. He would have already. He wouldn't have had to join the Warriors. <laughs> I think he can. <laughs> I think he can. I don't uh yeah. It's improbable, but not impossible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I still think Milwaukee should make Middleton the number one option. That's their best move. Keeping up with Bo's love for the Clippers as he continues to pick Clippers games to watch and then can't make it on the podcast. <laughs> what do we think about this Utah Clippers series? I mean, legitimately, who's going to win it and why? Utah's going to win the series. Okay. They do have home court. I'll give you that. Why do you think, though? I think Paul George is their greatest downfall. Okay. I think Kawhi, like Kawhi is going to get his point. Like, he's going to get his. But, like, outside of Kawhi, like, he can't do it all. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. And Paul George is so wishy-washy. He's got man. Marcus Morris hitting five of five, three in the first half. <laughs> oh, that thing's going to taper off. Yeah. I just took Utah plus 21 and a half, so. Probably a wise bet. But um, I just I, I don't believe in Paul George. I don't I don't believe in any of that sporting cast outside of Kawhi. I think this can still go seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think it'll go seven. You, you look at the scores of the games. Um, games one and two, Utah won by a relatively close margin. Utah won game one one twelve to one oh nine. Game two one seventeen to one eleven. Game three was a uh, Clippers blowout. Game four is looking like a Clippers blowout. But not by 20 points. Utah's got to get right. I think they need Conley back. It's almost like they haven't figured out the Clippers yet. Yeah. Well, Clippers are at home now. They haven't figured out how to defend them yet. That's what it seems like. They haven't figured out a way to stop Kawhi. Yeah. They haven't stopped. They haven't figured out a way to keep their offense going. That's what just watching this game tonight. That's what it looks like. Like they figured out the Grizzlies pretty quick. Uh-huh. I felt like. Well, I mean, you're but you're not going to stop Kawhi. Yeah. Like that's just not going to happen. But like you, you contain Paul George, you contain Marcus Morris, you contain Ivan Zubak, whatever. Like you, you just contain those guys. So like, it, sounds like I mean, it looks like after watching this game, Utah's just got to close out on Marcus Morris. <laughs> Uh, Josh is probably right. He'll just, he'll probably keep shooting, thinking he's hot, and mm-hmm. just start missing. <laughs> Man, just, that team's not that good. Stranger outside things have of, happened. Outside of Kawhi, that team is not yeah. that good. Yeah. I remember being really high on Kawhi last year in the bubble, and then it, it just never happened. So it's kind of cool to see him actually doing it this year. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, he he actually can do this. Think the coaching change had something to do with it? 
Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to imagine Ty Lue's more effective than Doc Rivers. Yeah. He's done. Oh, they had some, I mean, they had a bunch of roster turnover, too. Yeah. It's an interesting series. I think Utah will figure it out. Seven games. And then if Kawhi makes the last second shot, they win. <laughs> I just don't. I I just don't. I don't believe in Paul George that much. I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah. And like you got like even Reggie Jackson. Like, what are you doing out there, dude? Speed like, skating. Like, get out of here, bro. <laughs> like you're. You got Nicholas Batum. Out Reggie there. was good against Dallas. Like, I'm sorry, I just don't. I I don't believe in any of that. Batum was like their Shane Battier out there. Don't believe it. When it comes I like down. Batum. Yeah. When it comes down to the fight, like I'm game seven, like that fight, don't believe in it. Is that the same person on both sides of the screen right now? It's his brother. Oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Nah, I was, I'm just fucking with you. I have no idea. <laughs> Ian, Ian Eagle. Ian Eagle, and uh, who was the other guy? I can't tell if he was another. If he was like a. <laughs> Like another announcer, or if he was just like a like a fan dressed like him, or if it was like old footage of him saying the same thing, maybe from ten years ago. Oh, here we go. Oh, Spider, oh, paid too much p. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's such a like this whole team is not even. That that was a terrible possession. (laughs) What was he doing there? Why does Reggie Jackson have Oakley's on? He's got a he's he's hitting the rink later to what are you, run some laps. Skiing? What are you, uh, Tony Hawk here? <laughs> Fuck out of here. He's an Olympic s- speed skater. Buckets, let's go. Shots are gonna start falling for Utah now. It's twenty points, but twenty points is like the new ten points, especially for a sharp shooting team like Utah. Yeah, cold coming out cold. But Utah, Ty Lue's gonna if they if they hit a three here, Ty's gonna call timeout. See Clippers are where they need to be on the court. Ooh, get them. Foul. Call it. Yes. Ooh. Let's go. That's good. That's a good move. Good play by Donovan getting into inside. Clippers, oh. was, Clippers were set up well defensively, but Donovan's he broke too good. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Playoff PP water? Couldn't, go, <laughs> couldn't guard? He, had, he, he initiated the contact. He couldn't guard Donovan Mitchell? Shocking. Donovan Mitchell about to start getting... Grizzly game calls here. What did I see? I saw somebody compare. It was just some shit I saw on Twitter. Somebody compared. (laughs) If Utah plays Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals, Donovan versus Devin Booker would be like an old school battle of D-Wade versus Kobe, where Donovan is D-Wade and Booker is Kobe. That's I like the parallels there because uh, D Wade is part owner of the Utah Jazz, <laughs> and Devin Booker thinks that he's Kobe Bryant. It was their style of play. Yeah, like Donovan is so fucking D Wade yeah. with the jump shot. <laughs> yeah, a little mid range to get in the paint, show, throw it up their game. Yeah, and that three is relatively new for Donovan, mm-hmm. to be honest. He's so good though. Mm-hmm. God, but he's yeah, does he not kinda, remind you of? Flash that kind of broke out mm. last year in the in the like the Donovan Mitchell Jamal Murray matchup mm-hmm. when they were both just banging threes, mm-hmm. yeah, to an extent. It, and you thought that was you, that was going to be like the that was the future of the league right there. We're all like, dude, those two guys. 
but it, and then Devin's the guy that scored seventy points in a game. Yeah, <laughs> it's so hard to compare. Like shoot the fucking ball to like Donovan to like Flash. Like that's it's kind of a reach here. I thought it was pretty good. I think just their style of play. Yeah, I'm not style, saying their okay. accomplishments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Donovan's I'm still a about? young player, but <laughs> their style of play—it's like almost identical. I like, I look at it from like the mannerisms <laughs> to the like to the goal. You know what I mean? Like I can see the D way to the goal, like offhand layups. You know what I mean? Like uh, positioning. I don't know. The Why are you arguing with me on this? <laughs> <laughs> You're not, Josh. Cut it out. I think Josh is being contrarian. Yeah, he is. <laughs> All right. What else you got, Jeff? Nothing. Yeah, I think whoever's healthy by the end of this thing, the teams are all so stacked. I think they all look good. There's not a bad team left, I don't think. Atlanta, Philly, that's a questionable series. I think Atlanta can take that series. I, I have no idea what's going to happen there. Uh, I picked Atlanta to win that series. Can they win in Philly? I don't know. Think they it's can. tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, um, they've got to go back to Philly for game five. Chris Paul has to stay healthy for Phoenix. I think those young guys on Phoenix smell the fear when Chris Paul can't play. Yeah. I think that's real. I think I saw it when he got hurt the first time. Mm-hmm. You kind of like, they look like everybody was kind of shook, like, oh, shit, yeah. there goes our, f- there it all goes. They just got to remember that they, I mean, that's the team that was in the bubble last year. and Yeah. But the young guys like Aiton mm-hmm. got a little shook. Yeah. Depending on the severity of Kyrie's injury, the entire trajectory of the playoffs has changed. Health. It happened to the Lakers, happening to Brooklyn. It was the big question, can Brooklyn stay healthy for two months in the playoffs? Yeah. And they didn't. So. Mm-hmm. Health over wealth. Yeah. They put all their eggs in those three baskets in Brooklyn. And then now they're not. Now all the eggs are broken. Yeah. Got us. They're cracking eggs mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Got now the only egg is Kevin Durant. <laughs> like, gonna, his, like his... <laughs> Burner Twitter account avatar, just an egg. They got to make a Kevin Duromlet. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to next week. What series do we want to watch? What's our focus series? I mean, it looks like we're, are we still watching this series or are we picking we a new one since Bo's gone? We can do whatever we want. This is still the most, well, I mean, we, we don't have a Denver Phoenix series to watch anymore. Yeah. Because that's over. Surprisingly, um, like you said, the the Brooklyn and Milwaukee series looks like it's going to continue for. um, We'll see who wins the next game. Yeah. (laughs) Remember last week when I said our focus series should be Brooklyn-Milwaukee because it meant we'd only have to watch two more games? (laughs) Right. (laughs) If, If Milwaukee goes into Brooklyn and wins game five, I think it's over. Yeah, yeah. The next game is crucial. Uh for Brooklyn, game five is very important. So what do you say? Home. What do you say? We, the focus series is still Utah yeah. Clippers. Yeah, I think that's um, the best. But series. with the but with the secondary emphasis on 
Philly, Atlanta. All right. Yeah, let's just try to watch maybe some basketball. <laughs> just to watch all the playoff basketball we can. I'm going to try, man. I'm going to have my phone out on the boat. I'm going to have it put up right there. Nice. I'll just ride around. You gonna get a? Can you? Do you have? I guess you. Can you get five G on a lake? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's Wi-Fi out there to where you can get. I haven't been to Kentucky Lake in like twenty years. There was no Wi-Fi there then. No five G. Rednecks like internet. Oh uh, yeah. I think this week is very important for us to watch what happens. I think it's gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna try to keep a close eye on it. Hopefully, uh, at the at the store, we got some guys hired this week, so hopefully our schedules open Ooh. up a little bit. Yeah, we're not, we're not working so much. We got some guys coming back in town. Yeah, it's gonna alleviate some pressure. We'll have some downtime to watch a little ball. Yeah, you guys uh, feel free to call me if you want to watch some basketball. You know, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna call you. Call me. Let's watch a game. I want to watch that. Jingles. Oh, my God. Jingles. Jingles. (laughs) They're back in it, huh? Jesus. They're chipping away. It's a 14-point. Jingles. Jingles just shook the shit out of Reggie Jackson. Four, four from three. And drained a three. (laughs) He's trying to match Marcus Morris. He's on a mission. (laughs) No way Kawhi gets it done. No fouls. What, uh. Nice air ball, dickhead. That's what uh, Snyder was saying. No foul. No foul. Don't foul them. Give it back to Jingles. They're running. The clock talk, the clock was running out. Oh. Got to give it to Jingles after that last one. Well, that was. It could have been a foul. I've never been the type to. Oh, that Mickey rely. Mouse ass foul. Yeah, There's no I, way. I don't like relying on fouls. Like, don't go to the hoop like trying to get a foul. Go That's to the such hoop. a Mickey Mouse Just ass score. foul. That's a scoring drive right there from Paul George. This is a foul attempt from Donovan. He was trying to create contact instead of just going to the hole. Ugh. All right. Well, this game's going to be on for at least like another hour. So let's call it. Let's pay attention to Milwaukee, Brooklyn. That's like I think that's very important. Game five for Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Who wins that game? Probably wins the series. Fine, we'll watch that series too. We'll just watch that one game five. Yeah, that'll be a follow up for next week. Ooh, pokey. <laughs> Sorry, is that the pick game? <laughs> uh, just something we'll keep an eye on and talk about that game five. And then yeah, let's stick with Utah Clippers to focus on. You know. Josh, come back next week. Can next you? week's going to be kind of tough. Are you out? You may have to be out on next week. All right, well, because forget we'll it then. We're at the lake. You told me you were going to be off for July 12th. July 12th is for, for the beach. You just can't do enough redneck things. <laughs> 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 All right, so Josh is out next week. Fine, whatever. Yeah, I may have to sit out next week. That's fine. Come back for the lottery show. I'll call in next week. Yeah, go ahead. Call the call call the hotline. The hoops line. The hoops line. Yeah, this is probably still the best series. Utah Clippers. Yeah, this this was a good one. Yeah, for sure. It's probably the best one. All right. 
What are you guys doing next week? Brian, what are you doing next week? Anything good? Uh, Nothing planned. Just, just, you know, not working as much according to the schedule so far. And, uh, yeah, watching some basketball. Father's Day is next weekend, by the way. Oh, well, let me wish you a happy Father's Day. Thank you. Yeah, happy Father's Day. Going out, but you don't know where I'm going. You told me. To church. <laughs> it's Sunday. No, I'm not going to church. <laughs> what? I'm getting that Kong, that Kong bong out. That's right. Kong and Kongin and bongin. <laughs> you should definitely Kong it like six times and then call into the show. I'm going to Kong it and, and call into the show. He's, he's going to Kong into the show. <laughs> <laughs> By all means. I'm going to try to recruit some people on the lake to call, or to call into. You're going to recruit them to Kong it as well, right? I'm going to Kong it and call it. Right, right, right. Yeah, Do you need some pins? We got a couple, couple pins here. We're gonna, I got some pins made. We're gonna we're gonna get some we're gonna get some listeners up here. Yeah, that would take a pin that way if you forget the hotline number. Yeah, it's you got can the just number. Look at the pin. I'm just gonna text Jeff. No. Take the pin. It's got a phone number on it. It's got the number on it. I'm glad y'all got to hear me tonight. Always a pleasure, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Josh, for coming in. Appreciate you. Thanks Brian. for having me, Jeff. Brian, Any, thank anytime, you. Anytime, anytime, meaning every week. I guess. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Kick it! You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. <laughs>